With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Um, this is Lisa, and today we are doing a live coaching lab for Good Bite Coach Academy. We have, I'm coaching today. We have Alex, who is our client. Um, I'm going to say the same thing I always say for this lab. Like, we're going to treat Alex as if she's our client, each one of us individually, which means we respect her, we treat her tenderly, we do, you know, respect her privacy. Um, this recording will only be up for about 48 hours, and then we will delete it so that we can continue to sort of preserve Alex's privacy in the mix of this. And I will probably coach Alex for 30, 35 minutes, somewhere in there, and then we will stop and sort of collect ourselves and take some comments and and yeah, go from there, sort of do a wrap up on the call. So Alex, my friend, tell me what you would like to talk about today. Um, I'd like to try to make peace with where I am kind of like relationship wise. Um, I, I, I've been, I, I recently, I changed my story for a while. I said that I've, I've been single for the past three years, which isn't true. Um, I've had many relationships um, that were really, really great, and I learned a lot about myself from them, and I had a lot of fun. Um, but I'm definitely would kind of like, and I mean, I do obviously eventually, like I want to get married. I want to meet that person that I want to just spend the rest of my life with and everything. Um, but I, I guess, I don't know, maybe I feel like I'm not completely vibrationally there yet. But I definitely like to manifest um, somebody that I could, you know, spend at least a little while with. And um, I, I feel like for me a big part of that right now would be making peace with where I'm at right now. Okay. Um, did you pick a relationship topic just for my benefit? Did you do that because you wanted me to have I, a piece of the day? I didn't, but I thought I thought this would be a good one to do because you're very experienced in it. And actually, my life is really great right now. Um, like, you know, my homework was to do some discovery calls. I had a really hard time coming up with something to do my topic on because my life's going really great right now. <laughs> but relationships are kind of like my not as super easy area, so I figured since I was doing the call with you, this would be a perfect subject. Um, okay, so when was the last time you, you said single for three years, but not sort of really, like, how long have you really been single? Um, honestly, like I said, like, I have had many relationships and stuff, and I'm actually kind of, kind of slightly getting out of something that lasted for, like, maybe, like, nine months. Um, it was this guy that I was kind of thinking about talking to and being intimate with that way, but we worked together, so I kind of, I wouldn't get, realistically, I wouldn't get fired for it, but I kind of used it as an excuse not to because I thought I wanted to, but then I realized I didn't. But, um, like, we never had sex or anything, but, you know, we, like, we, snu- we, we were basically snuggle buddies. Like, we snuggled a lot. Like, I really only talked to him in that kind of way. But it was open, like, I didn't, I don't know, I, we kind of, I would have feelings for him, then something would happen where we were like, oh, well, then we're not hanging out anymore. So then I would kind of get over it, then he'd message me again, then I would, you know, be talking to him again, have the feels, then I have to get over it again because of whatever reason we weren't going to hang out anymore. So it was a little hot and cold, and it was hot and cold to the point of where it's like, I've gotten over this so many times, I don't think I could even get into it if I wanted to. Okay, um, so we change just a little bit out of like relationship-specific vibration. Um, 
if we were to look at your dominant vibration, so do you know what I mean when I say dominant vibration? You're familiar with that term, right? Uh, no, actually. Well, I mean, do you mean like my overall in general or my, my, my overall vibration on relationships? Now, I'm looking at your overall vibration on everything. So when I say dominant vibration, I mean usually three people have three areas in their lives that contribute to their vibration. So that's going to be like health and well-being, that's one. Relationships, whether it's romantic relationships, but really the sum total of all of your relationships, that's two. And number three is going to be money and career kind of stuff. So there's those three areas which tend to impact everybody for the better or not so much for the better. Um, And sometimes when I'm working with somebody, I'll break them down even more. But really for a dominant vibration, you're looking at the combination of your vibration in all three of those things. Um, Where Let's just put it on a scale of like one to ten. When you think about your dominant vibration, well, what score would you give yourself? Um, I think maybe like a seven, like a six or seven. I'm, I'm really happy with my body. I'm reaching like my um, kind of slimming down, toning up goals. But even if I don't, I'm like five two and like 127 pounds. So it's not, you know, I'm pretty. I'm happy with my body in general. Um, work and career-wise, my job's a little frustrating sometimes, um, but it's really easy. I just sit there and give people money, and I get paid eleven ninety-three for it, which is really good here. Um, you know, I'm working towards the whole life coach thing. Uh, relationship-wise, uh, it's that's kind of like my eh area, but it's not like super super bad. Um, but it's like a like, you know, not my best area. So I'd, overall, I'd say like a seven, six or seven. And see, everybody says that. And I would question that, actually. I mean, it sounds to me like you're pretty flat and neutral with your current work situation. Not awesome. I mean, you're working on some goals, but it's not something that you love or it's where it's making you, it's not lighting you up every day. You know, the relationship stuff, maybe the whole category is eh. I mean, and so the knee-jerk, right, is to say six or seven. You will find when you're working with clients that when you ask a question like that, and you might not, but I ask it a lot, like what's your self-love score? What's your dominant vibration? Mm-hmm. People say six or seven. So I'm, I'm going to say it feels to me more six-ish than seven-ish. I mean, could okay. could you agree with that? Yes. Um, and so my question to you is, if you like, if you're going to attract what you are, right? We're going to say that six is a frequency. That is the mm-hmm. frequency that you're generally broadcasting in your life. Um, you are going to attract a relationship. Would you want a relationship like that real partnership that long-term thing, like the ride-or-die relationship, would you want a relationship at this point that was going to come in at a level six? Because a relationship's not going to, no, you wouldn't, right? And I think Mm -hmm. that your dominant vibration is, is tricky because it's really hard to have one area of your life that is so sky high that it, it can surpass what your dominant vibration is which means we always kind of attract right there at that, at that level wherever we're at. The things that we bring into our lives, we attract at that very same frequency. And we have some latitude there in that we can work on our own frequency within the things that we attract. But generally speaking, if you are in your life right now, which is actually pretty good at a six of a vibration, you probably don't want a six kind of feel in relationship, right? Yeah, I don't. And so it is so easy, I think, to want the next thing. I want the next thing. I want the next thing, whatever that is. And when you're single and you'd like to be in relationship, it's it's really easy to think that getting in a relationship is going to 
make you feel better or getting the new car or getting the new job or getting the new career, right, is going to have a big impact on how you're feeling, what that dominant vibration might be. But we kind of know that's not true. I mean, from a law of attraction standpoint, we know that getting the goal isn't the Willy Wonka golden ticket to change in how we feel. Um, scientifically, actually, there have been a lot of studies done on this, and we know that getting the goal, whether it's the new job or the relationship or whatever it is, has a very, very short term, and when I say short term, sometimes it's days or weeks, bump in terms of our happiness, but we tend to modulate back down to where we started in that process. So when you look at this situation now, I mean, what you just described to me, that's sort of hot and cold and in and out, and maybe it has some promise and he's a really good cuddle buddy, what, what vibration would you give that? Mm. If you were to give that like, like a, a three, three. score. A I three. would give it a three. <laughs> So that in and of itself might tell us something about your dominant vibration, that it might not even be as high as a six. Because what you attracted in terms of relationship came in the door at a three and kind of stayed there. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? What do you think? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess, I mean, like, I... In like on paper, there's a lot of really, really great things in my life. I definitely see that. My vibration, I feel overall has kind of raised. I've been doing a lot of um, personal growth and acceptance kind of work. I always am. But feeling-wise, like I just feel kind of blah. Like there are a lot of really great things, and I'm grateful and appreciative for them, but there really isn't anything in my life um, relationship or non-relationship related I definitely would want it more non-relationship related that just like really lights me up and I'm super excited about okay so tell me about the relationship that you want to attract like let's talk for just a second about how that how you want that to feel how you want to experience it like what, what are the qualities that you want in that relationship? How, how do you want to feel about yourself when you're in that relationship? Like, let's talk for a few minutes about sort of the nuts, the vibrational nuts and bolts of that perfect, happy, passionate relationship that you want to bring into your life. I want to feel really connected with him. I want us to have lots of fun and joke around and uh, play all the time. Um, I want us to be able to have serious and, like, you know, really big, intense conversations, like, about the universe and our different beliefs and things like that. Um, I want us to both have the same level of integrity. I want us to just really kind of, like, complement each other's life. I don't want us to kind of like, I don't know, I something I have a problem with in the past is having a hard time being away from the person, but I want us to feel comfortable with that, and I want us to both feel secure and safe in our relationship. I want us to be able to communicate really well, which is something I have a hard time with. Um, I want us to have a lot of the same sexual interests, I want us to really be able to connect in that department. That's, that's about it. Like, I want us to really connect on a lot of levels, and I want us to have fun. So I'm going to repeat back to you, kind of what I heard. You okay. want a feeling of, like, connectedness, presence, like resonance and depth in this relationship. You want to yes. be able to explore things that light you up and be able to talk about stuff that really matters, not just like surface kind of how's your day stuff, but like stuff stuff, stuff that makes you feel alive and engaged. You want yes. to feel like it's a relationship that has a lot of integrity. You want to feel secure. You want to have a lot of fun and a lot of lightness and a lot of laughter in this relationship. Um, and you want, like, a passionate 
sexual relationship where you're on the same page and you're connected and you're really enjoying each other that way and you don't want it to feel overly dependent, but you want it to feel, I don't know, you, you want to feel like your time with him is... I want to feel comfortable with it. Yeah, like I want to feel I want to feel comfortable with it. I don't want to feel I didn't feel that with this last like little mini thing, but the last before that I had a very short but actual kind of relationship with one of my exes and it was just it was so hard to be away from him, but I really love and enjoy and need my alone time. And it felt weird cuz like I wanted to be by myself, but I still missed him and just wanted to be with him so much. Well, and that sounds like a great relationship. And I'm still going to say maybe you're, maybe it's even a low bar, right? Like the, the energy in that when you're describing it, the energy in that feels even still like this would be kind of the baseline of what I want. This, this might be, this would be the best ideal of kind of what I could settle for. But I think that that description that you just gave me energetically still might be a little bit low. Like there's, you've got more capacity for a lot more joy and a lot more excitement and a lot more passion and a lot more exchange and a lot more of a lot of things in that mix than I'm even hearing in your voice there. So I think it's possible that you have some room to really feel into and play with the energy of something that is even more ideal, even more amazing and perfect for you in terms of detail. But I'm going I'm to skip digging into that right now. I'm just going to say that, I mean, the energy of what you just described might be short-selling yourself. I think you could have more than even that. Do you think you could have more than even what you just described? I mean, I guess. I just don't know what more I would want. I mean, I mean, so, if something was better, then that would be great. I just, I'm not, I just don't know what it would be. So let's read energy here, not words, okay? I'm going to describe to you the partnership that I would like you to have, okay? Because what we're reading here, like, is the color, the energy, the vibe, not just the plain description. So... Hear me out, and then we'll roll back to it, okay? okay? I want you to be with a partner that makes you laugh. Like, you guys get together, and it is, you, there's a smile on your face, and you are laughing, and he just, he keeps you on your toes, right? Because he's always making you laugh, but he always takes you seriously. I mean, he, you know he takes you seriously. There's no question in your mind about how this guy feels about you. There's no question in your mind about where you're at in the relationship. Like, he shows up, and he's ready to go. He's ready to commit. He wants to commit. He's, he's interested in building something that has roots underneath it so you can have a future. So there's, like, a playful, light, buoyant energy, but there is also a stableness and a seriousness about it that helps you to feel rooted and grounded. I want you to be in a relationship with a man that not only can you talk about, you know, spirituality and universe and the cosmos and all of that, but he challenges you. Like, you grow in those conversations with him because He's got some stuff inside his head that you want more of. I mean, he's smart and he's growing and he's curious and he is bringing stuff to the table that lights you up. And so those conversations are expansive and they are full of energy and they are just, I don't know, I mean, they're electric. I I want you to be with somebody that is just fun. Like, people like this guy because he's fun to be around. He kind of brings his own party wherever he goes. And like I said, he can, he can turn it around and be really serious and engaged, 
but for the most part, he's fun, and he likes to do things, and you guys have a lot of adventure and spontaneity in your lives, and you are going places, and sometimes it's just, you know, go sit someplace out and, you know, look at the water and talk, but, I mean, he likes to take a good road trip on the weekend, and he wants to travel, and he's interested in seeing things and doing things, and you have a blast with this guy because he's always surprising you with what he's got in that category. And he loves being around you because you're always up for that good time to just go and do something and experience something new together. I mean, you could. I'm not really into traveling stuff. You're not, you said. Mm -mm, No, I'm a total home buddy. Like I'd be down for doing it sometimes, but for like every like I I be I be I would be fair with compromising it and doing it like every couple of months or something. But for the most part, I just want to stay home and chill. Okay, well, then have it that way. Like, if this is your guy, right? But yeah. even then, he's he's spontaneous. I mean, he he still likes to surprise you. He he likes to bring that occasional bouquet of flowers. He likes to, you know, make you. He he likes to make you a nice dinner. He likes to. He likes to take care of you. This isn't like a same old, same old kind of guy. I mean, he's he is on the ball for taking care of you, and he always surprises you in terms of how he shows up and does that. You know him, like you know he's honest. You know he's telling you the truth. You know you can trust him. He's not drifty. Like he he is where he says he's going to be, and he does what he says he's going to do, and. He tells you the truth about what he's feeling and where he's at because your communication is so good. That's just easy. And you don't just share the same interests sexually. Like, that connection is off the hook. Off the hook. And you can hardly keep your hands off this man and vice versa. I mean, it's, it is the most connected, most exciting, most engaged sexual connection you've ever had. And it just keeps getting better and better and better and better. And with you, when you are with him, you feel so completely accepted. At the same time, you feel like you are so able to show up as the best version of yourself that you are starting to see possibilities within you that you didn't see before because he inspires you to stretch and grow. And... Be that best version of yourself. That's the relationship that I want for you. And when I say that, do you feel the distinction in the energy between how I feel into the energy of that relationship and how you're feeling into that relationship a little bit? Yes. So when you're visualizing that, when you're wanting that, when you are sort of pre-tending that, do you think it's possible that the energy you're bringing to your creation could be a little more vibrant than what it has been? Yes. Because I think that's what you really want, right? What you're describing, I mean, if we say that your energy, your dominant vibration is coming in at like a five or six, and you're kind of describing a six or a seven kind of relationship. What I want you to attract is a relationship that is like pegging the meter at the top of that scale all the time. And I think when we talk about like your inner being, what does Alex's inner being want? She also wants a relationship that's pegging the meter at the top of that scale all the time too. Like your inner being is, probably only going to get lit up, like truly lit up over something that is really ripe and really delicious and really um, alive and engaged. So anything less than that, like your inner being, that part of you that is like really craving things that are delicious, she's not going to get all that excited about a six on that scale, probably. She'd do it, because, I mean, you'd do it, right? Because it's right where your dominant vibration is now. But your inner being 
might want something that's a little bit more juicy, a little bit more vibrant and electric. Give me your thoughts. Tell me what you think about that before we roll on here. Yeah, I definitely agree. How do I work towards that? I think that what we established at the very beginning of the call, at the very beginning, is that dominant vibration rules the day. And if your dominant vibration is in that five or six area, like how you're feeling about your whole life is sort of right in the middle, it's, it's good. There are good things about it. There's no area, I mean, that's not true. I mean, you really like in your body, which is a really good place to start, but your dominant vibration is missing some elements, I think, that you, what you need to work on first before you work on attracting that partner is getting your dominant vibration to a place where you would love whatever you attracted from that place that you're in. And that's kind of a sucky thing to say when somebody's looking for a relationship, right? Because they want to find that relationship. And so when I say to a client, yeah, we're going to put that relationship search on ice for a minute or a month, and we're going to really focus on your dominant vibration rather than finding a partner, sometimes that can feel a little bit deflating because, Again, we have this sort of very human tendency to think that if we get the thing we're after, we'll feel better than we do. But no, I'm definitely good with that because I see. I definitely feel like a part of what I want is to, I don't know, be so happy and good with other stuff that's going on in my life that I'm not even thinking about that because I have so much other really great stuff going on. I'm just really, really focused and dialed in on that. So what works for you? Because I've got some ideas, but I don't want to recreate the wheel. Like if you, if your only homework was to take your dominant vibration from a five or a six to a six or a seven in two weeks, your only homework was to get not like wildly happy because, and I mean happiness is a weird word. I'm not saying you're not happy. So let's even just skip that word. Just your, your dominant frequency don't want big jumps because big jumps aren't sustainable. I mean, they typically, they typically don't stick. So we want sort of an incremental improvement in that vibration. So if we were going to up-level it one or two notches in two weeks, what would you do if you were just doing dominant vibration, you know, therapy or rehab? Um... I I guess maybe I would try to find a hobby, which is something I've been working on, but I haven't really been able to come up with anything that I'd like or I'd want to do. Um, as lame as it sounds, I've kind of been really toying with the idea of starting to do puzzles, like the 500-piece puzzles. I think I'd enjoy that. Okay, what else? Um, I kind of want to say hang out with my friends more, but I feel like we'd probably just end up kind of like, I don't know, like, I feel like we just end up talking about relationship stuff that wasn't so great. (laughs) I don't know. What were some of your ideas? Because really, I feel like most of my day, I kind of like watch Netflix, work on my LOA stuff, and go to work, and that's pretty much it. And we know that this is the dominant frequency that you get with that, right? Which isn't bad, but at at the level you're at right now with the things that you're doing, this is the dominant frequency that you're going to have. So I think you're right in your assessment that we're going to, you know, we're going to need to be or do something different. and this is difficult because you and I have one conversation right now, one. So it's not always easy in one session to find the Willy Wonka golden thing that's going to make that shift. But I will tell you something that works pretty consistently for me and for other people, and it takes a little bit of time to really explore 
what that might mean in your universe, what this specifically means. But there is a brain chemistry shortcut for almost everybody, um, which is pleasure. And when I say pleasure, I mean like deep, deeply present sensory pleasure. So the reason that's a brain chemistry shortcut is because we know from like CAT scans, scientific work, like really looking at brains, that the regions of our brains that look like happiness are the very same regions of our brains that light up when we're experiencing pleasure. So it's kind of like a trick that you play on your brain to get your brain to light up in a region that releases all of the good feeling brain chemicals and all of that sort of stuff. Because happy, that word again, that nebulous word, can be difficult to access or improve up level. But pleasure is almost always accessible. And when I say pleasure, it's what Abraham might refer to as milking it, right? It's the, it can be the very same stuff that you do all day, every day. But doing it with an awareness or an intention of really experiencing it. And you really want to think about those five senses. Like, what music am I listening to? And how does that music sound? And what are the various feelings that I get from that music or the sound of the ocean and what am I looking at like really like all those people like how many of them are just gorgeous and unique and special and you see like beauty and the smiles on their faces and what are you eating like are you eating food that you just want to like milk it and stop and savor that all of the flavors and the textures in your mouth. I mean, it can be the very same thing with a much more intensive eye on actually experiencing all of the things around you that bring you pleasure. Not necessarily happiness, not, not necessarily looking for that nebulous thing, but actually dialing down to what's in front of you right this very second. And when you do that intentionally, like I said, it lights up that region in your brain that releases all of those chemicals that make you feel good. So pleasure is a really, really like surefire way if you can build a habit in around that of giving yourself that one or two or three bump sort of increase in your dominant vibration. And that is sensory pleasure, all five of your senses, touch, taste, smell, sight, hearing, where you're really working your environment as a way of experiencing pleasure. So tell me your thoughts about that before I ramble on here. Um, yeah, I can definitely try to work on that. And that also means potentially like making your making your entire life a pleasure hunt. Like look for the things, make the things, create the things, seek things out that bring you that sensory pleasure. Because well, first of all, I'm gonna to get to my because. But right this very second, where you are sitting on the phone with me like, what can you, when you look around, when you feel yourself into your body right now, from where you sit right now, what, what can you find that would bring you some pleasure? Where can you notice some sensory pleasure right now? Like physically in my body? Yeah. Like visually or like feeling-wise? Call it visually, smells, feeling-wise. What are you touching? What are you looking at? What do you hear? All of it. Like, where do you, where do you, where can you find some pleasure in this moment? Well, I am also in bed doing this call because I just haven't felt like getting <laughs> out of bed. Like, I've just been really enjoying my pillows, and my pillows are super soft. Um, I love the way my thighs look when I sit this way. Um, I feel comfortable. I like the way. It feels for my foot to be resting against my ankle. Um, 
I can smell my candles that are in my room, but the scents kind of just like they go together really well and they smell like really amazing. And every so often I get um, like there's just all of a sudden it's there like it wasn't a second ago and then all of a sudden it's there and I can smell that. Um, I taste my toothpaste that's nice and minty and I like the way it tastes along with the mouthwash. Even that, by the way, and I'll be curious if some of the other people hear it, like even that is a higher vibration than the vibration you brought when you described the relationship you wanted to attract. So right there, we're already getting closer and you just started. And I mean, I can always find pleasure. I mean, it's, it is, it's available all the time. Like, I'm, like, you know, I'm sitting in my bed because my sick dog, right? I mean, I'm listening to them snore, and I love that sound. And I can, I've got flowers on my altar and the lilies that are blooming in the base of flowers. It's just intoxicating. And the colors in my room, like, I've got these really pretty burgundy red curtains, and when the light shines through that, it just bathes this room with this, really beautiful sensual light and I love that and like there's soft fuzzy stuff in this bed between the dogs and the blankets and like you said the pillows and all of that and when I really like run my hands over some of that and just enjoy the touch of that it feels so nice and I can there's there's people outside they're kind of for a minute they were annoying me but now that I'm dialed in on pleasure, like I hear them talking and they're laughing and they're having a good time and I can hear that laughter kind of buoys me and I, I love the sound of people laughing and having fun together. And so it's there, right? It's there. And so it might feel like we started this conversation talking about relationships and what you want to attract and we're going to wrap the conversation with talking about really digging into pleasure. But I'm going to kind of summarize, just like repeat sort of why we are where we are. Because if you are at a five or six in your vibration, your dominant vibration, you don't want to attract a five or six relationship. Don't. I mean, you kind of just did, and it's not very satisfying. It's not horrible, but it's not satisfying. We want you to have a relationship that's knocking your socks off, and it's off the charts. So we're going to get you, you need to get your dominant vibration up to that level so that you can attract the kind of relationship that really makes your heart sing, that makes your soul satisfied. And we're going to do this sort of one vibrational step at a time, one or two steps. Right now, we're like looking to up it one or two steps. And the easiest shortcut for most people is to become deeply and profoundly aware of what brings you pleasure and making that pleasure for yourself, kind of like an act of devotion. I mean, the flowers on my altar aren't there by accident. I put them there because I find ways to give myself pleasure. You're going to turn your life into a pleasure hunt. And when you do that, when you experience that, it up-levels your vibration. Your vibration was better when you were talking about sitting in bed than when you were talking about the relationship you want to attract. So just that small, tiny step, where it's a step in the direction that you want to go vibrationally to get where you want to be, where you invite that man in who comes in also at a very high vibing frequency. Right? How is that for a summary? Yeah, that's really great. So, and you and I can chat about this off, offline, maybe on chat or whatever. We can work through it together over the next few days so we can get you really deeply rooted in a practice that's going to help you make that vibrational bump without having to do a lot of hard work or whatever. I mean, do the puzzle. Do the 500-piece puzzle if you think that's going to bring you joy. Do those things that you know might actually do. But for right now, I think that if we can get you deeply more deeply rooted into the beauty and the pleasure of where you're already at. It's like a cheater bump. It's a cheater increase in your vibration. It's so easy and accessible. It'll feel like you got the cliff notes to the test and you're, you're kind of cheating. So, yeah. 
Do you have any final awesome. thoughts before we open it up to everybody else? Say that one more time. Do you have any final thoughts before we open it up to comments from or questions from the people who are listening? Uh, no, I'm super excited to start working on this. Excellent. So, okay, who is here? Uh, you guys are probably muted, so I'm going to actually unmute everybody. Uh, who has um, some thoughts or some questions to add to the conversation, some insights or some observations? Let's Let's hear what you've got. Anything to share with Alex or, yeah, what are your thoughts? Uh, hi, Lisa. It's Megan. Hey, Megan. Hi. Um, I was just thinking sometimes um, we're taking pleasure in something without even being aware of it. And, and so it's sort of to become more aware of when we are having things that we normal like that cup of first cup of coffee every single morning is the best thing in the entire world <laughs> but it's so you know it's so easy to gloss over it like there are so many things that we do every day that are intensely pleasurable on so many different sensory levels and just um either being a little more slow with those things or a little more aware of them or just you know concentrating on the moment at hand just reminding ourselves to do that allows us to sink more into those like really tiny daily little things that we have all the time. I agree. And that's why if I, I mean, and I'm not saying Alex is, is I'm not grassy with Alex actually. Like I, I've got a pretty good sense of where she is, but for just about any client as a coach, particularly women. And I mean, I can work this drill with men too, but Pleasure is really accessible because you don't have to reorganize your entire life to savor it. It really does come down to making that awareness a priority because we are doing things. We do have things. They are there for everybody. When you listen to Esther talk about things she experiences, like she's a master at this. You, you, like, you hear her... I heard of, I don't know, I've heard it a couple of times. It's been out there for a long time where she talks about, like, listening to rap music, like she discovered rap. <laughs> and when you hear Esther talking about how much she loved listening to rap when she discovered it, like, you know that this is a woman who's a master at kind of digging into the essential and seductive essence of what's already right in front of her. She's really good at it. So pleasure is an easy way to go because you don't have to ask a client to do a heavy lift. You just have to ask them to concentrate on reorienting their focus and their presence to what's already there. I totally agree. Yeah, and I well, have to uh, sometimes... Oh, sorry, Lisa, I was going to just add to that. Sometimes if I just talk to somebody else about what I like about something, I, I instantly feel better than I was before I started talking about that thing that I like. So sometimes even, you know, if, if like we want to conjure ourselves into a little bit better of a feeling place, talking to a friend about why I love blah, 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 you know, just instantly can make me smile or, or feel better. And then I can hang on to that and sort of take it with me. And that's good for everybody, right? Because mirror neurons, what they are in our brain, like you're giving your friend a gift when you do that because she can't help but perceive and experience what you experienced when you describe it. Anybody who wants to send me emails about how much they loved experiencing something from a sensory place, from a pleasure place, feel free to do it. Like if you want to ramp yourself up by telling me how much you loved your walk and what <laughs> you got out of it and all, like I want to hear that all day long because I benefit from that too. The mirror neurons in my brain take a draft on that and I'm right there with you. I can't help but get that pleasure, the sense mm -hmm. of that pleasure also. So For sure. it's, Powerful medicine, and it seems so inconsequential. But, I mean, Alex's vibration, her dominant vibration, really isn't where she wants to attract a partner. I mean, could anybody else hear it where she was describing the relationship she wanted to attract 
And then when she took a breath and described what she was experiencing right now, the way her legs looked when she was sitting there, the, the taste of the minty toothpaste, the, you know, the feel of her pillows in her bed, her vibration there was improved. It was higher than it was when she was talking about the relationship she wanted to attract. Did anybody else pick that up too? Hey, Lisa, Definitely. this is Meg. Hey, Meg. Hey, I actually did. I was going to say, um, you know, I think something that I'm playing with is, is being intentional and finding ways to take tasks that may not be, I want to say mundane is the word I want to use, like mundane tasks and finding ways to have pleasure in them. You know, like for me right now, um, I'm actually sitting outside. We're having a really unusually nice day with no humidity. So to sit outside and work at, like, is like the best thing I could ever do for myself. And it's just a short tweak. It's literally 10 steps out of my office onto the patio. Um, so I think it's the intention of finding pleasure. And instead of making it like, like he said, a pleasure hunt or a pleasure quest, it's just the intention of finding even like the most mundane things to find pleasure in them. Yeah, you, you do not have to reorganize your whole universe. And I'm glad somebody else heard it too, that shift in the vibration. Because that tells us that if Alex wants that beautiful relationship, she's better off focusing on her environment right here and right now than she is focusing on finding her next man. Because her vibration when she's like tied into pleasure, even that first shot at it, which she will get much better at this, her vibration is, is juicier and more delicious when she's focusing on how much she loves her pillows than it is when she's focusing on a future relationship. So we can see that vibrational shift. I mean, all of us, we're probably, you know, if, if we were where we wanted to be, we would have the things that we think we want to create. So anything that we can focus on that it's a higher vibration than our vibration around that thing brings us closer. And I think sometimes people want to strong arm their vibration around one thing, right? I want more money. So help me improve my money vibration. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to say no. I want to help you improve your whole vibration. Let's get the whole thing up. Let's, let's rise the tides everywhere. Let's focus on things that are exciting and delicious and, and vibrant. And you're going to land where you want to from a creation standpoint by focusing on the big picture, not necessarily the small picture. I think when we dial down on trying to focus our vibration around one thing, the universe kind of reads that one thing as a problem because we can't help but offer some of the vibration we're already experiencing when we do that. So, yeah, you can improve your money vibe or your relationship vibe or your health vibe by, you know, not white-knuckling it there, but it might be easier to not white-knuckle the vibration about the thing that you're struggling with and instead go back to a deeply satisfying, like, dominant vibration, that whole thing, and then let what you want float in underneath that feeling of, of satisfaction in your life. Abraham's using the word satisfaction right now a lot, and I like it. I'm glad you're having a humidity-light day. That's beautiful. Yes, I am. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a weird echo and it's causing me a delay, so I'm cutting people off. But go ahead, finish what you were saying, Meg. Oh no, I was just I was just gonna say, you know, with Abraham and the satisfaction, like I think that's an easier vibe to get to for a lot of people than than happiness. Because satisfaction for one person is different than satisfaction for another. Um but it's all it's easy it's easy to know when you're there because you just feel like sated. Like sensory, yeah, satiated. Sensory. I mean, mm -hmm. and I think senses, we tend to get in our head with deliberate creation, but we live in a, in a sensing body, right? That sensory satiation that you're talking about is a really powerful sort of salve or bomb for our frequency and our vibration. If we can 
settle into this beautiful tool that is our body that helps us navigate. I don't know. I, I think sometimes we negate that sensory sensation that you were just referring to. And happiness is a word, like you guys heard me stumbling around it. Everybody uses the word happy. I mean, a lot of times you ask somebody what they want, and they're going to say, I just want to be happy. But happy is really, really nebulous, and it can be like a moving target, where satisfaction is not a, new, it's not a moving target. It's pretty right there all the time. So when I'm working with clients, I try as hard as I can to avoid the word happy, because it's just, it can be too hard to define, and it shifts and moves on people all the time. Anybody else have any thoughts? Okay. Alex, do you, do you have anything you want to add there as we wrapped up some of that feedback? Or are you feeling satisfied? Any, anything for you coming up? Um, I'm excited to play with us. Like, I'm excited to be more in I'm I'm excited to look at the things in my life and um I think what I might do so it doesn't feel too overwhelming is you know I'm going to sit and look at the things in my day to day that are already like really chock full of pleasure that I'm not being intentional enough with like I'm not really focusing and vibing in on and appreciating those moments I'm going to do that and then um during, like, some day-to-day -day stuff, I'll make it a point. Like, overall, I'll make it my intention to be more focused on pleasure. But um, during my day-to-day, -day, I'll try to be more dialed. I'll try to take more moments where I come into, like, my senses and kind of find the pleasurable moments and notes in that time um, connected to each of the senses. Perfect. Excellent. So I think we're going to call this one a wrap. If anybody, I'm going to say going once, going twice. All right. Good. Thank you. Alex, I want to thank you. I mean, showing up as a client knowing there's going to be an audience is hard to do. I mean, coaching when there's going to be an audience. I've coached forever, and it's still, I mean, I, I, it's hard to do, but you are a beautiful client. I think that I just want to express I appreciate so much you showing up and being willing to be here and do this today. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Okay, you guys. Have a great day. Go find some pleasure. Enjoy some satisfaction. <laughs> Hope you, you feel better. Bye, guys. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.